today on the Scott Thompson Show on AM 900 CHML. Patrick Brown given the green light, uh, especially after everything that's happened, of course, uh, allegations of sexual misconduct with the CTV story, and then the CTV story changes. It's not an underage person. All of a sudden, Patrick Brown decides he's going to re-enter the race, and so on and so forth. And we are where we are now. Yesterday, uh, the PCs decided to allow Patrick Brown to run for his old job back. What does that mean? Is it a distraction? Why this choice as opposed to no? Let's bring in Christopher Cochran, Department of Political Science, University of Toronto, and he is with us now. Christopher, thank you so much for taking the time. We appreciate this. My pleasure. Thank you. Are you surprised that they let Patrick Brown back in? I was a bit surprised. I thought given the general orientation of the party, especially caucus, that they might have they might have nixed his, his opportunity to run. But then on the other hand, I do think that they made the best of two bad decisions. Uh, so he's in now. Obviously, this is going to be a distraction for the party. It'll be a discussion for the next couple of weeks about Patrick Brown and about these allegations and about the fact that his supporters don't want him or his sorry, his caucus mates don't want him to run. But I think uh, I think ultimately this gives the other candidates a chance to beat him. And that's better than not having let him run in the first place, whereupon Patrick Brown could have spent the next few weeks and indeed into the into the next election talking about how the party exclu- excluded him and had never given the uh, party members a voice. Uh, considering what has happened here and whether you're a supporter of Patrick Brown or not, obviously there's some questionable conduct going on, you know, with a, with a lot of different angles here. Would the uh, Conservative Party, Progressive Conservative Party of Ontario have egg on its face if they didn't let him run? I think so. I mean, it's, it's, it's a challenging issue for them because on the one hand, they don't want this election to be about the allegations surrounding Patrick Brown. I mean, this is a this is a, a party that has singularly, and, you know, almost remarkably, has been able, despite the fact that they're running up against an unpopular incumbent government that has been in power for a long time and which is eminently beatable. They have successfully in the last three elections made the yeah. elections about them and their shortcomings, and they're certainly on track to do that again here. And you could imagine. I mean, imagine a scenario where. Let's say Patrick Brown wins the leadership race, which isn't outside of the realm of possibility. I think it's unlikely, but it's by no means impossible. He has a lot of supporters in the party. Well, then you have somebody running for the leadership race who has been criticized by members of his own party in terms which are sharper than anything I've ever seen a member of another party criticize somebody for. I mean, you can just imagine the montage of quotes that the Liberal Party would be able to put together in their attack ads going into that campaign. How do the Conservatives stifle the infighting now that this decision has been made? How do they move forward and, and accept the reality that he's in the race and not tarnish the whole situation uh, between now and, and when the leader's decided? So a lot of that depends on how Patrick Brown responds and, and what happens in, in the leadership race. So I think Patrick, I mean, it's pretty obvious that Patrick Brown's view from the get-go is that, you know, the allegations against him are, are entirely false, he said at, at some times. Uh, key parts of it have turned out not to be not to be the case. So you, you alluded to the fact that, you know, one of the allegations was initially thought to have involved a underage high school student, which obviously means something different than if the person is, is of age. I mean, there's no question that that's a significant change. But it's still not a complete change. So it's still a young intern, and it's still something that is going to, I think, turn a lot of people off. So the issue here for the for the party is they 
you know, they try to think of what, what sort of how they're going to manage a post-Patrick Brown uh, uh, election campaign, if in fact he doesn't win, is will Patrick Brown accept the verdict of the members as it's rendered in this election if, if he loses, in the leadership race, if he loses? If he doesn't, if he continues to, to sort of question the legitimacy of the initial decision, if he continues to say that he was forced out by, by a, a sort of party elite against the will of the party members and he was never given a fair shake, then that's going to be a real problem for the party in the next election. Want to hear more? Download the podcast on iTunes or Google Play and listen to The Scott Thompson Show weekdays from noon to 3 on AM 900 CHML.